0: Narina good morning good morning Bongi, and Good morning to all the listeners. Just looking at the top story in the business day today now World Bank warns crisis in South African politics will hamper economy Wow this is a uh, it was to be expected uh,
1: uh, certainly is to be expected and I think the, the, the point that they're really trying to get across is that whilst there is a political crisis or so much turmoil going on, the focus of politicians are on the politics rather than on the economy and I think it's a, it's the same sort of sentiment that was uh, they echoing what, what S&P said last week also is that um, during a period like this you find that the politicians are not putting in place the structural reforms, the economic policy, the things that are needed to really sort of boost our economic growth and and I guess this is in, in an election year like this year, one could expect that at least until August when we have our municipal elections, this is a scenario that is likely to persist
0: Alright, so my friend is travelling to the UK, shall I advise him to wait a little bit and not buy the pounds today, maybe wait for two days because I see the land is putting up very strong showing <laughs> And what's behind so, this? <laughs>
1: you know what? I, I think I've got a better chance of telling you where the RAN will be in two years' time than I will be in terms of where it'll be in two but days' But I see it's cooling <laughs> quite strongly
0: now. It's at 20 it Rand It was at 21.90 uh, something yesterday. I've been watching it.
1: Yes, it has. You know, uh, we've certainly had a, a very good performance in the rand over the last couple of trading days, um, considerably stronger, and especially against the dollar. Yesterday, it strengthened by about two percent, but not quite as much when you look at it, especially against the euro. And I think that is where there's a sign for us that actually what we're seeing here is more a case of of dollar st- um, weakness than we see rand strength. And and all of this really came on the back of not just in the US but also in China, indications that the monetary stimulus can be expected to remain around for a bit longer. So this has really sort of um, boosted emerging market currencies. It certainly provided a lot of flow back into riskier assets, and with that, of course, emerging markets as well. And and the RAND, along with most other emerging market currencies, have been on the strengthening trend, Um, and certainly, of course, comes with a very low base. So it's one of the reasons why we see Sometimes quite big percentage um, increases or strengthening in these currencies, but this is very much a general emer- emerging market currency story.
0: But uh, does this then explain the strength in commodity prices?
1: Yes, to, to to a large extent it does. So it's a combination of both the you know the, the attraction of riskier assets, the flows into emerging markets, and certainly also the push into into commodity prices, um, and also as the dollar weakens, you know, as that value of the dollar gets poorer, the price in dollar terms, <clears throat> sorry, for these commodity prices also then rises. Um, gold is a very interesting one because I think gold has is, is, is got a specific additional angle to it. Gold is not just a commodity, it is also seen a, 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 a almost like a currency or an investment asset. And often the critics of gold or against investing in gold would look towards the opportunity cost of owning gold because gold doesn't pay you any dividend or it doesn't really provide you with any form of income. The, the alternative to gold would be to be in cash and say, what interest can I earn on my cash but because interest rates in the developed world is so exceptionally low and in many instances actually negative it means it doesn't there's no value for investors to keep their money in cash and that is why they look towards gold and say you know what maybe during a time like this it's actually worthwhile to invest in gold and that's one of the main drivers that we've seen behind the strengthening in the gold price in dollar terms.
0: It's really interesting to see the fortunes of uh, gold turning right now, and uh, the precious metal seen as the safe haven. But one must uh, feel sorry for uh, the platinum sector. I mean, it's been months now sitting uh, under one thousand uh, uh, dollars an ounce. But uh, is it uh, is it the good time now for the beleaguered gold industry?
1: Well, I think your point is quite well made in terms of the platinum industry, and I think it highlights the fact that gold has got more of an investment case rather than what you would just see in platinum. Platinum considered a lot more an, an industrial metal. So, so you know, um, data out from the IMF to, that we expect today in terms of their outlook for global growth, I think will be very important. And if there's any indication that there is a, a sustained revival in economic growth, that certainly, I think, can, can see um, the platinum price through that important $1,000 um, uh, price. But, you know, in terms of our gold industry, we know that the gold companies in South Africa in particular has really been on the back foot for many, many years. This is not a recent thing. It is a, it is a beleaguered industry. Um, some refer to it as a sunset industry. Uh, South African gold is very, very deep below the, 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 the ground. It's an expensive um, exercise to mine that gold. Um, and, and the importance or the role that the gold mining industry plays in South African economy has also declined significantly over the years. Um, and then yesterday, of course, we had the news out that there was a wage settlement that was uh, reached between Amku and Sabanya Gold, really averting what, what looked to be um, have the potential for a protected strike. And there's definitely two camps about this. You know, There are those that appreciate the fact that by accepting um, or offering a, a slightly higher price for entry-level workers, um, they were able to avoid this very long strike. But I guess of, of major concern for the other unions is that this deal was transacted outside the collective bargaining process. And once you start stepping outside such a collective bargaining position, it really does affect the the way in which wage negotiations are conducted. So certainly a a mixed review, I think, of the deal that was reached. There's definitely some good in it, but I think also some, some negative signs around the deal.